Hello. That's it. That's the podcast. High contrast to those two introductions. <laughs> yeah. Very different. One of... Both equally good, I think. Uh, there's room for debate. Pleasing vocals, fart noises. It takes all kinds. We'll go with that. Okay. So this is the Ghost Chase podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back. Or if you're new to the podcast, we're so sorry. <laughs> Let's just apologize at the door. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is another fantastic week here in... Would you say it's fantastic? Not really. I don't know. <laughs> just, man, it's so hard. <laughs> it's like winter is breaking. It's my constant refrain. I just can't wait for it to... I had... Today, I was filled with visions of vacation and, mm -hmm. and adventure. And, and in particular, I want to go back again to Allegheny National Forest. Mm -hmm. So today, I don't know if it was just the fact that it's been rainy for a couple of days. I was feeling rainy a little bit like gloomy. the Allegheny? <clears throat> sure, yes. And I just, I, I was I was thinking about... Was that the dog That's running? the dog. Uh, I was thinking about going back to the Kinzu Dam and, mm -hmm. and, and the Allegheny Forest and how pretty it was. And then I got I got on YouTube and I started looking up drone videos of people going over, you know, the river. And I just got obsessed. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm feeling a primal need to experience summertime. I get that. Yeah. I mean, we do have a vacation coming up. True. And we're going to Wisconsin, which is going, which is going a to a place colder <laughs> than it is here. <laughs> True, but a place cooler as well. Um, the particular place we're going, yes, yeah, Madison's a pretty cool town, pretty sweet place, and we're going to hang out with some pretty cool people. Yeah, and I think that is pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> cool I'm, times doing cool things with cool people. That's. I'd say that's pretty I'm cool. I'm Kurt Happily. <laughs> <laughs> the story of this vacation is that it's going to be away from home. <laughs> that's true. Oh, uh, man. No, yeah, I'm looking forward to that, too. Um, so in, in news related to this podcast, it sounds like... So we're not going on this little trip alone. Right. We're going with friend of the podcast... Laura, well, mm -hmm. friends of the podcast, Laura and TJ. I don't know if TJ really listens, but he's mm -hmm. still our friend. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's not a requirement that you listen to the show. But they will be um, coming over on a Wednesday, and I think we're going to try to have them on our podcast that week. That'd because be cool. it's going to work out, and Laura listens all the time, and she's given us a lot of great suggestions she for gave topics. Us last week's yeah. Starlight episode. Yeah, so um, it would be really fun to have them on the show, mm -hmm. and I think that's going to be a really good time. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to that. I'm actually starting to visit. You know, like, you plan a vacation, and it's not real until a certain amount of time before mm -hmm. the vacation actually happens. It's real yeah. now. I plan, I, I told uh, Trish this at work today, because we were talking about our respective vacations, and I was like, I plan on doing nothing but Eating, drinking, and playing games. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, that's all I really plan on doing. And anything else that happens aside from that is just going to be bonus. But yeah. I know that's what we're going to do. I'm going to go out on a limb and say those things are definitely going to happen. Yes. Yeah. I had an idea. 
that maybe we could um, get a growler of some beer. Yeah. Noble creature. It's just that they're only open a few days a week right now. I think I think if we would it be good by the time we go because we have to get it the like the weekend before basically. So here's the deal: if you get a growler and you and it's topped off and they seal it nice and tight, that'll keep. That'll keep just fine. It's when you open it and pour some and close it and open it and pour. It's like a, you know, it's like a two liter of Pepsi okay. where it loses its carbonation because there's more space in the thing for it to dissipate. But if you top that bad boy off, you take that bad boy to Wisconsin. You cross state lines with alcohol, which I'm sure is totally legal. I don't know. Let's what the talk rule about is. it some more. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I think it'd be a great idea. Bring some nice local Youngstown flair. Yeah. To a place that already has plenty of goddamn Let's beer. Let's bring more beer to the beer place. <laughs> right. But it's our beer, and I'm just in love with noble creatures. Yeah, they are fantastic. If anyone's listening to this and is in the Youngstown area and hasn't been, go to Noble Creatures. And it's especially, cool. they're planning on opening their kitchen, and I'm excited for that because they also mm-hmm. want to expand their hours when they do that. Mm-hmm. They eventually want to be open for brunch. Yeah, and I'm all about this. <laughs> yeah, no, it seems like they're really they're right now. They are the current toast of the town. Yeah, and also they deserve it. They're really good people. Yeah, they seem they, cool enough to me. They seem to have their shit together, like they know what they're doing. Good beer. The beer is amazing. Very good beer. I, I can't say enough good, happy, positive things about them. I just went again last Friday with mm-hmm. my sister-in-law and just had a really, really fun time. Yeah, right. And I, I never have a bad time when I'm there. I mean, it's also cool because, first of all, the fact that it's in, like, what was a former church is a really cool setting to begin yeah. with. and they've done really good decorating. Like, it's just really nice and comfortable in there. It's got this old-timey Germanic beer hall feel to it that is so cool. Yeah, and I sat at one of the booths the last time I was there, which you and I haven't done before. Right, we, we were in standing room only when we were there. Right, and... They're made out of, like, church pews, and they are some of the most comfortable, spacious booths. And, like, I'm not a small person. Yeah, So, usually I I. have to smush into a booth, and my belly's, like, at the table, and it's uncomfortable, and I don't like it. But this is, like, a good amount of space between me and the table Mm -hmm. on both sides of the table, and it was really surprisingly comfortable for a church pew. Yeah. No, so I, I, like I, I love everything about that place. I, I I wish them nothing but the most success in the world. Yeah. Uh, and it'd be cool to take that out of town with us and share that with somebody that, you know, when, when people aren't close to something like that. Yeah, and they're going to come see some, the owners are going to come see some derby. Right. So. Pretty. That'll be fun. Pretty. Pretty good. <laughs> anything do we have anything else to talk about not really other than teasing our upcoming uh wing nightmare uh it is in, in the middle segment which we talked about last week so that's coming up we have wings ready yes to... you got your sauce mm-hmm. we got the hot ones last dab two million plus scoville hot we, sauce we intentionally waited to try it yes until today because we ho- said we would been holding off on this i am a little bit scared me too I'm more scared than you because you're better at hot stuff than me. Yeah. I have a variety of beverages on deck, (laughs) and I plan on getting some ice cream as Uh, well. I was going to say, a small concern. We have no milk, but we do have ice cream. Well, we also have non-dairy ice cream, which is good for me. We have a little bit of the um, almond milk ice cream, so that's probably what I'll have. 
Okay. I don't know if that I don't know how that works as far as cooling down hot sauce. Well, it's cold and it's creamy, so that's all I'm relying on there. Gotcha. I know there's something special about milk though. Yeah, but even when you watch people on hot ones, like it once you get to a certain point of hot, there's nothing that's going to help really. I think so. So Yeah, that's true. Um oh boy, that really sounds loud, doesn't it? Yeah. The, the sound of the vents and that's extra what happens loud. when the gates of hell open up. I guess so. Very windy. I really want oh, to do something about that. Oh, we don't have the lights right. That's right, we don't. Let's fix the lights. All right, hold on, I'll just do that. <laughs> i got to have a little ambiance in this room. God damn it! Yeah. I'm trying to do a professional podcast over here! <laughs> damn it! Normally we have nice dim lighting, and right now we have the garish. What the fuck am I doing? The garish. Okay, Bill Burr, how do you get in here? The overhead light on, and it was oh, kind of hurting my good. eyes. Well, yeah, we gotta have the. I thought of it because I was like, God is not communicating to me yeah. through the Genesis sign. That's right. We have there this. We, go. we have this Genesis sign which blinks in Morse code to tell us secret messages, which we sometimes share with you. Yeah, and we don't always know what the messages are because we don't know Morse code. So. <laughs> <laughs> I still think we should learn it. So there's probably a pending apocalypse that we're not warning you about because mm. we haven't learned Morse code because mm. we're assholes. We were too busy mm-hmm. to save the planet. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Die with everyone else. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to have the wings coming up yes. in a little bit. I'm looking forward to that because I am really hungry and I will permit myself to eat a wing. <clears throat> One scorching wing that's going to ruin your night. I think so. Are you excited about having to do the rest of the podcast <laughs> after eating this wing? I think I'll be okay. Like, the thing is, even as hot as that is, it's like maybe ten times hotter than the hottest thing I've ever eaten. How long can that last? I think it's going to wreck me. <laughs> I guess we're going to find out. Yeah. Um, are you ready for the news, Bucko? I am, I am ready. I, mean, I don't think I've ever called you Bucko. I'm ready, Buster Brown. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, what do you got for me? The news so this quiz. Is, this is a little segment. It's a little game we like to play. Yes. Where I will present David with two false news headlines and one true news headline. Trues, as we like to call Trues. it. Trues. And, um, True's news. True's news. And um, he, it is his job to guess which one is the truth. Right. So let's let's get this going. All right, I'm excited. Let's see. What do we got? <laughs> 22-year-old hospitalized for severe allergic reaction after fornicating with giant clam. After fornicating with a giant clam? Yes. Severe infection. No, not infection. What allergic is, reaction. Allergic reaction. Okay. You gotta watch out for those shellfish. <laughs> I guess so. Do allergies go through through your penis? Can that is that how that you works? You can have an allergy from skin contact. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Second one. Small town expects teenagers are joining cult. Instead, they were building new community playground in secret. Wow. All right. Interesting. And last Tempting. one. <laughs> Mother crashed car into pole to prove to kids God is real, police say. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. Oh, I so hope that's not it. Yeah, there's a lot going on in this news Ooh. quiz. Do you want to recap? Yes, I do, please. 
22-year-old hospitalized for a severe allergic reaction after fornicating with giant clam. <laughs> I just, I like the imagery. Yes. Um, small town expects teenagers of joining cult. Instead, they were building new community playground in secret. Okay. And lastly, mother crashed car into pole to prove to kids God is real, police say. <laughs> but I so hope it's not that third one. But it feels, of all of them, that's the one that feels like it rings the most of reality. I, um... I mean, I'm I'm just going to sit back here and sip on my many different beverages while right. you... There's a, a beverages aplenty over there. Yes, I have some orange soda. Mm-hmm. I have some Not Your Father's Fruit Punch, which is actually delightful. Yeah. And some water. Yeah, you just you got you got choices upon choices. Mm-hmm. I am going to. I will say this. I think it's either the first or the third one, but I'm leaning towards the third one. Final answer. You are right. Oh my god, no! Yeah, everyone's okay. Oh my god, everyone is okay. Um, That's terrible. But the mom. Basically steered her car into a pole, crossed the highway, steered her car into a pole with her kids in the car to teach them the lesson that God will always take care of you. God exists, and he's the reason you're not going to get hurt when I do this horrible thing. Although she did advise them to put their seatbelts on beforehand, (laughs) so some would say your seatbelt exists, and that's why you're not harmed, but... Do you remember what state this happened in by any, any chance? Uh, let me find out. Let me follow Link and not remove it. Oh, yeah. Don't don't remove the link. <laughs> okay. I'm curious. I just feel like that might be telling, but who knows? Maybe not. Georgia. There you go. <laughs> Fucking jackpot. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. Um, The mother was 25. Her kids were five and seven years old. Um... The, so the police talked to the kids. They asked them if they thought she did it on purpose. And they said, yeah, because she turned. Her eyes were were closed and she was Ugh. saying, blah, 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 I love God. One daughter said she didn't want us to just have a car accident. She wanted us to know that God is real. Oh, my God. And then eventually the mom basically admitted the same story. Um I think some family members, the some grandparents have the kids at the moment. Good. And the mom was in jail on the $22,000 bond. She was charged with two counts of child cruelty. Yeah. That's messed up. Yeah. I can't even imagine the number that would do on my brain. I mean, clearly there's something. There's something more than just her being a religious person. That's not a normal no. way to feel and a not a normal thing to do. Right. So I... I hope that is addressed Gosh, I with just, her. Can you imagine, though? Imagine it really <laughs> works. And then that's those kids' stories for the rest of their life is, I know God is real. My mom tried to kill us all in a car, and it didn't right. work. Yeah, I feel for those kids. That's, that's really awful. Shitty. That's really awful. Yeah. Are you cold? <laughs> just trying to get comfy. Yeah. I'm always just trying to get comfy. There's lots of cords and... A lot of blanket. Yeah, right. I don't know why I'm getting comfy. We're about to stop this to go get That's the wings. That's true. We're, we're coming up on it. 
Um, well, good news quiz. I was very close to guessing a kid fucked a giant clam. Yeah. And you know what? It probably happened. Yeah, that's probably happened. Yeah. And that one was from Snopes. Oh, really? Yeah, it's an article that went around, but it was like a satire site that originated it. It wasn't real. (laughs) But it could be real. It's probably real. Someone's probably fucked a clam. That's the thing is, just because there's no evidence it happened that time with the person named. Right. Who was, who was probably a fake person or whatever. I am I am not convinced. I didn't even name a person. I just said a 22-year-old. Right. But so I, it could be any 22-year-old. I imagine the original story had a name on it. Fess up, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I know one of you have done it. Yeah. Ew. Oh my god! It's just so. That's I'm certain that's happened somewhere. Also, it's a clam. Yeah, it's a clam. It's right. like what's well, a name for vagina? Because <laughs> clams <laughs> resemble that. Like that didn't even occur to me. Really? Yes. Oh, that was like the best part for me. It <laughs> didn't even occur to me. I was but, like, should I say something other than clam? <laughs> is that like too much? No, clam is great. I mean, kind of looks like a puss. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Especially the picture that came with the fake article. Oh my god, was it? It was just a giant clam, but it had a very pussy look to it. <laughs> it had quite a pussish visage. Pussy visage. <laughs> Not to be mistaken for a pussy massage. Those are two different things. Very different things. Mm-hmm. Wow. Really good on you for that one. That's... That's something else. What was my other one? Uh, the other one was the uh, teenagers building oh, uh, yeah. the playground in secret. Yeah. And for the only reason I didn't guess that one is I, it had cults in it. And I'm like, that's just so us to think of that. Yeah. You know. I just liked the idea of that. Like the elder, the elders in the town are like, these kids are up to no good. <laughs> yeah, right. And they're like doing something really nice and sweet. Yeah, it's like, no, <laughs> we weren't building a Satan church. We made everyone cookies. <laughs> yeah. Oh. There are no drugs in them. Before we go to the wing segment here, mm-hmm. I think we should talk about one thing real quickly. I I brought a little bonus middle segment here. Okay. I don't know if you're aware of this, but Nexium founder Keith Rainier has been arrested by Mexican authorities for sex trafficking. What? And has been is being extradited to the United States <laughs> to stand trial. Oh my god, I did not hear this. I have seen several articles about this, possibly because I was doing the Googling, right? Nexium was my episode, wasn't it? No. That was your episode? God, funny what you forget. No. Anyway. (laughs) Um... So yeah, he's been he's been arrested. He's being he's facing charges for many of the things that we talked about in our Nexium episode, like awesome. like branding women with his initials. Oh my god, I'm so excited! Yeah, it's it. There's even a there's even a a shot of him in the police car looking a little bit beardier than normal. You know, sort of because uh, he was hiding in Mexico for a while. <laughs> yeah, well, he's he's coming back. They are <clears throat> gonna they are gonna nail this guy. I am so happy. Yeah, me too. I am so happy. I'm never happier than when bad, shitty people who try to manipulate others and act like they're not in the wrong finally get what's coming to them. So I was thinking we should take credit for this, naturally. I mean, we were talking about it. Now he's arrested. It's obviously thanks to the the investigative work done right here. Yeah. Not all those other articles that I read Mm -mm. and reported on. This is probably what did it. Yeah, so a thinking, judge listened, and they're like, listen. Get him. 
Get them, Guys, boys. There's this little podcast I listen to. <laughs> it's called Goose Chase. And they had some very important things to say. And I think we should just should really listen to these guys. Yeah. I can imagine that conversation happening. <laughs> so I was thinking we should start a scorecard for the, the Gotham board. The Gotham board. The Gotham board for Goose Chase. I think it's now one. All right. We officially have the Gotham board one. Keith Rainier in custody. We'll see if anything ever happens with that Starlight thing. I still have some follow-up I want to do. Okay. Yeah. No, I think that... That, that, can, that might eventually make it to the Gotham board. Yeah. Oh, I would love for that to make it to the Gotham. I want everything to make it to the Gotham board. <laughs> this is our singular mission. This is like uh, finding Carmen Sandiego. Just get things on the Gotham board. Get them on. Get them on the Gotham. I want an actual Gotham board now. <laughs> yeah, we could put one up. Yeah, let's do it on the wall. The Goose Chase Gotham board. Can we make it like a crime scene though? Like you know, not like a crime scene, but you, you know, mean like those maps with like with like string strings and. <laughs> Sure, we'll start with a world map. We'll put a pin between D.C. and Mexico City or something, and we'll just say that's Keith Rainier's line. Got him. And can we also have, like, some pictures, like, mug shots off to the side and, oh, like, yeah. little blurbs about the person? I'm going to, we're going to turn it into a got him wall. This is going to make a great weekend project. It's going to be a lot of fun. And also, we're going to look like psychopaths. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> but I thought you'd appreciate knowing that Keith Rainier is now safely in I can't custody. believe I hadn't heard that, and I do appreciate knowing Only that. very recently, like last couple of days. I think this might have popped up Monday that he was in custody, so it's okay. very, very recent. All I've been doing is working and going to bed and watching roller derby. Right. And that's essentially been my life the last two days, so I'm not that surprised I haven't seen him. Understandable. Yeah, that's all I do. Anyway... Good news on that. Uh, we Let, let's let's uh, scorch our mouths off. Let's scorch our mouths off. We're gonna take a quick break and prepare some very hot, spicy wings. Wingy dingies. Wingly dinglies. One sec. All right, all right. And we're back. We are back. Oh shit! So, to you guys, it's gonna sound like we were gone for like a second, but yeah. for us, we were gone for a little bit amount of time, mm -hmm. several minutes. We have before us. Quite the culinary challenge. Let me take a picture of these delicious looking wings. Yeah, let's do that. With I will post them to the Facebook group, maybe. Yeah, that's, uh, so we have, I'll put this sauce bottle right next to it. Can you turn it so the logo's facing me? Mm, is it, uh, there you is go. there? Yep. All right, so we have, we, we talked about this already, a bottle of Hot Ones, the last dab hot sauce. Um... The original version of this hot sauce is no longer available. It's normally they might make more of it later, but yeah, I think they will eventually. Right now, you can't get it. It's uh, it's made with a the original is made with a pepper called Pepper X. Right, right in the microphone. That's great. Sorry, <laughs> I'm um, preparing. So uh, this is made instead with the Carolina Reaper, which is the previous record holder for hottest pepper, um, and uh, and I, I think that the sauce is. Equivalent in terms of heat. I think they make them to about the same strength. We watched um, Sean Evans and uh, the H3H3 podcast. Yes. Test or taste test both of them. And it kind of seemed like, what was the difference that they found? I think they liked the Pepper X more. 
Um, I think they also felt like it dropped off a little bit faster. I think they right. thought that the Carolina Reaper, they didn't like the taste as much, and the heat stuck around a little longer. Yeah, so that's what we're in for. Um, yes, yeah, so we have wings, we have sauce. Are you ready to do a dab of this bad boy? <laughs> Let's do a dab and accept <laughs> I, our fate. I don't even know how much to do. I think just enough that you get it in the bite is going to be fine. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm afraid to do a big dab. I'm thinking like a dime-sized dab. Yeah, that's probably fine. I I think it's one of those things that's going to be very potent, so I don't think it really even matters how much you put on. You don't need anything that big. Right, exactly. I, I think it's the kind of thing that if you've got some of this in your mouth, you've got a lot of it. <laughs> that's what she said. Um, I will, I'm going to let you dab your own wing because okay. uh, I don't want to be responsible for what, <laughs> for what happens. Okay. Um. That, I think that's, that's like a good a enough that's dab. That's like a dime, that's, right? That's a good dab for you, baby. Okay. There you go. Feel free to dab it. Would I dab for you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Would I dab for you, honey? This it's So this sauce is basically supposed to taste heavily of, of like, uh, what, uh, ginger and turmeric and what else? Mm. Scalding hot insane pepper, I guess. And then something else. It's written on the label. The last of single pepper series remixes the spiciest sauce on hot ones, replacing pepper acts with some of the other heavyweights of the chili world. Mm-hmm. Experience smoking Ed Curry's world famous Carolina Reaper yeah. and all its blazing glory, tamed only by a zingy blend of mustard, ginger, and turmeric. There you go. Ginger, mustard, turmeric. I don't even know what turmeric tastes like. Like, I don't know. I wouldn't know its flavor by itself. I know it. it is the thing that makes rice yellow, but... That's, that's probably good. That's a that's a big girl dab. Well, yours is, like, <laughs> thick. Yours is a real thick dab. It's not... The surface area is not that big, though. I think you got a bigger dab than me. No, I'll be fine. Okay. Gosh. You want to dink them? We got to dink it. Okay, guys. There's going to be eating sounds. <sighs> And I'm sorry for that, but... I'm so nervous. Oh, my God, I'm so nervous. Okay. There's, like, um, spines sticking out of mine. <laughs> I have not your father's fruit punch. I have orange soda. I have water. Oh, and I Miller. have um, some almond, chocolate almond milk ice cream. Mm-hmm. Just, just in case. Oh, man. Are you ready? I'm nervous. I'm nervous, too. <laughs> This might be a huge mistake. It's probably definitely a huge mistake. It smells so good. It does smell good. Let's do it. All right, here we go. All right. And in. Okay. It's very hot. It tastes... <coughs> <It> tastes good. <coughs> okay. Dave is dying. It's good. No, it's all right. <coughs> I'm beginning to cry. Me too. There, there's tears coming out of my eyes already. Me too. Okay. So, initial thought. Whew. All right. You get, like, two seconds to actually taste it yes. before the heat hits. Yeah, it's really quick. has a really good flavor. I actually think I'm okay. I'm fine. Unless it swings around and hits again. Let's Let's wait a minute. I am crying. I have... I'm not really crying. My eyes did water. I have almost an instant headache. Really? But not like a bad headache, just like very slight. Like a pleasant headache. Like one of those nice headaches. I've had worse, yeah. <laughs> this? Okay, it's hot. 
<clears throat> and it's staying. I will say that it's staying. Definitely, if you ate more than just a dab of it, yeah, this would suck a lot more. I mean, it would have a really cumulative effect. If this it's, stays like this, I might do another dab. It's not something I could see myself eating an actual plate of wings in this sauce. But to eat a little bit of it mm -hmm. every now and then, I could kind of see us actually eating that sauce. I feel like maybe I didn't eat it right, because it's just... I, I feel the same way. I'll do another dab. Do you want to do another dab? I think the second dab is going to be worse. I think we have to. I think at okay. this point we have to. You want to dab that wing again? I'll dab my own and you could dab your own. Yeah, that's what, no, that's what I'm saying. I think we need to. I, I think will we say have my, to. my tongue burns. Yeah. No, yeah, my tongue stings. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I like, I don't know, did something weird and then I felt the burn in my throat. Mm -hmm. Okay. I have to say, I'm really surprised. I expect it to be dead. Yeah, I thought this was going to suck a lot more. How many Scovilles is this? Two million plus. This is easily the hottest thing I've ever eaten. Yeah? And I'm surprised I'm handling it as well as I am. I think the second bite is going to be worse because it's my mouth still hurts. I'm about to go for a real big boy dab. All right. This also might be a mistake. <laughs> I think it's a mistake, but... All right. Dink it. Got to dink it. And sink it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to chew it longer. Not swallow it so fast. Mm-hmm. The sauce is so tasty. Can we just say how delicious the sauce is? Very tasty. The heat didn't kick in as fast this time for me. Did you notice that? Yeah, it took a little second. It took a little second. I'm okay. Yeah, me too. What's I mean, going it's... What's going on here? It's really spicy. It really burns. It does have a really good flavor. Mm-hmm. It's very tasty. I mean, it, my mouth hurts. I have to say, and I don't want to, I don't want to, okay, you, there is a second, there's a secondary wave of heat I just got. Okay. My eyes are watering. <laughs> no, here's the thing is... <clears throat> This is great, and it is very hot. I don't want to say it's not hot. It's just, I, I was afraid I'd be under the table. Right. I thought I'd be in a lot, and I am in pain. Like, mm -hmm. it's, my mouth is on fire, but it's not as bad as I thought it would be. Right. I do want it to stop burning my tongue. <laughs> okay, so I have it back of the tongue all over. A little bit on the tip of the tongue. It's my whole tongue. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, my God. It's the whole top of my tongue feels singed. I'm starting and the to, roof of my mouth. I'm starting to feel waves. You're sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is hot. Don't get me wrong. I'm eating some of this ice cream. Yeah. It's probably a good idea. Whew. All right. Do you want a bite? No, I'm, I'm okay. Are you I, sure? I'm going to tough this one out for science. <clears throat> Fuck science. <laughs> I, get a, I get a little bit. Okay, so symptoms include prof profusely sweaty head. You're very sweaty. I feel like I'm less sweaty. Inability to say the word profusely. <laughs> um, tingling all over the tongue. It's very pain. tingly. Tears. I'm yeah. feeling tears in my eyes. 
I feel like every now and then I welled up. I didn't actually mm-hmm. cry, but I felt my eyes water. Um, runny nose a little bit? A little bit of runny nose. Talking isn't helping. <laughs> no, it's not. Every the word, air every moving word over hurts. the tongue hurts a mm-hmm. lot more. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, Jesus. Okay, drinking so. Sounds, um, <laughs> drinking something helps yeah. anything. It doesn't even matter what it is. Mm-hmm. Or eating something else helps because it just like coats the tongue momentarily. Yeah. I don't want to talking just sucks. <laughs> I don't want to say that it's not hot. It's hot. It's very hot, but I just <clears throat> I was scared it was going to be on a different planet and it's not. It's not hot in the way that like hot sauces, some hot sauces are just to make you feel a pain. Like it does have flavor. Mhm. It's not unenjoyable. Right. It's not something I would eat a plate of wings right. of, but I would maybe actually eat that. I will say with that, we just did two little basically dime-sized dabs on wings. Yeah. If I was to eat that like I eat other hot sauce, I'd be in the oh, hospital. you'd die. Mm-hmm. But... But you eat like half sure. a bottle of hot sauce and go, <laughs> yeah. so... Now, if I was to... Yeah, exactly. If I was to like cover something with that, that'd be probably trouble, I think. But a small amount of that mixed in with like, yeah, I want beef for your tacos or something yeah, would go a, a long way. Put a couple of drops of that in some taco beef, boom. I'm sorry, I need to blow my nose. <laughs> no, that's this, I was anticipating this. Wow, yeah. So okay, so I think we just learned something very valuable, <clears throat> which is these crazy, crazy hot sauces. You could probably handle it. You won't die. At least this crazy, crazy hot sauce. Yeah. There are other ones on that show that seem like they're just like <laughs> punch you in the face hot for the sake of being hot. Yeah. No good flavor. That's... And they they made a point. They did not want to make that kind of sauce. Right. Um, I think they did a really good job. I think so, too. It's and so I, delicious. I fucking hate that whole let's make a hot sauce just to torture you thing. Like, <laughs> I don't like that. Sure. If I'm going to eat anything, I want it to have a good flavor to it. I'm not going to eat it just as some weird challenge to yeah. myself, although this was kind of a weird challenge. <laughs> this was but... a weird challenge, yeah. But we've been watching the show for so long, we had to know. <laughs> and also, everyone who's had this sauce has said that it has a good flavor to it. Mm-hmm. And so I knew that what we were getting into was more up my alley than just like, here, eat this thing that tastes awful. It's going to put you in pain for hours. Now, however long we've been doing this, and I don't know, it feels like maybe we've been doing this for about 12 minutes or something like that. It's it's like gone now. I have it's just the faintest, the faintest tingle of hot sauce now. I'm still a little tingly. Not too bad. Right. Like, basically, if you can tough out a really gnarly 12 to 15 minutes, it you, does you feel. Eat this. It does feel like it, if I continue talking and not eating or drinking anything, it kind of reignites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not bad. No, it's not that bad. And the flavor is really good. I You really can taste that the, the ginger in there, surprisingly. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of ginger. Mm-hmm. So I like that a lot. I would. I'm surprised most by the fact that I would actually consider eating that. Yeah, right. Well, and no. I'm not great with... Spicy food. I've gotten a lot better. I think you just learned something about yourself. I think or you just about learned, that sauce. You can conquer a mean <clears throat> hot sauce. One of the hot sauces in the world. Yeah, one of the. I one feel of the invincible. Hottest, that's basically. I'm gonna go jump off the roof. 
setting aside other than like extracts and things that are not and meant to be eaten. Fuck that shit. Yeah, like that's basically one of the hotter sauces you're gonna put on anything. Also, I have this bowl of ice cream, so I'm just gonna eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe as well. Well, shit. All right. I guess maybe now we uh, should take a break. Having conquered this this gnarly sauce, I would recommend this to anybody who yeah, has a little actually, bit of a little bit of guts. I would recommend this. Yeah, uh, I if I can handle it, most people can handle it. I have a feeling. I'm I'm predicting this now. This bottle will be gone in two weeks. I'm gonna well, eat all this of our friends are going to want to try it, too. Yeah, I'm going to be eating this on everything, and and I know definitely, like, Chris uh, wanted to try this, and uh, the only reason we didn't really get into it is because we were trying to save it for this. So yeah. the next time I see him, I'm going to have to put something on, you know, probably make a wing, make some wings. Yeah. Do some uh, do some last jab sauce. It's good. It is I'm really way good. surprised. Yeah. I'm sorry that wasn't... Oh, more dramatic. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I thought we'd be here dying. I did too. You know, I, I'm, but I'm happy. I'm proud of us. <laughs> I'm also glad we'll be able to go on to the rest of the podcast and not like yeah. be crying and in immense pain. Yeah. I think they did a really good job with that sauce. I think so too. I think they did a good job of making something edible that people will want to eat. Yeah. And is also fucking spicy. And that's kind of... A tall order once yeah. you get up to ridiculous. I think so too. Heat like that. I will when the Pepper X version <laughs> becomes available again. I do want to try that. And they did make a point of saying, "Look, it's like there's one guy in the world that grows this pepper, and yeah. there's one growing season." So, yeah. um, it's in one place, so it goes by the seasons of that one place and how much he could produce. But the next time it's available, I will absolutely be one of the first ones in line to order it. Um, I would like to try that one too. Yeah. This one does have staying power. I mean, it's still like a low grade. Yeah. Heat. It's not bad. Right. It's manageable, but I still feel it. I might have the hiccups. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but okay, let's take a little bit of, of a break and then we will come back in a minute with the main segment. All right. All right. For this episode. Stick around. Thank you. Bye. the wrong switch on ah are we back we are back oh that's embarrassing oh my goodness we are back and i done fucked up we proceeded to eat more hot sauce yeah we did we should have left the podcast rolling i think it's yeah we should have probably but it was for a minute they're kind of incoherent on my end just yeah you got a little crazy yeah 
The Dave thing- was all, I'm invincible. And I was like, you're going to regret that. I, I do now wish we had just like, fuck it, <laughs> just let it roll. We'll cut it later. It got, <laughs> you, you got crazed. No, yeah. Well, okay. So after we cut and I was looking at it going, I still have this other wing here. What am I going to not eat that wing? And then I thought, okay, well, mm. yeah, fuck it. I, I survived that dab. I'll do another dab. I'll do a bigger dab. And mm-hmm. I did a real big boy dab. Bigger than the last two big boy dads. Didn't you do a fourth one, too? Yes, because after I took that bite, I went, I'm fine. fine. Turned it over and put another dab on the back. I think I'm invincible. And then you proceeded to add more to another dab and was like, be careful. And you're like, I think I'm invincible. (laughs) Like, you had actual belief behind it. And I was like, no. Hot sauce (laughs) is so euphoric. It can definitely kind of get you high. Yeah. Now, that said, I didn't really fuck <clears throat> up that bad. I was, I was No, off, you're okay. You know? But it was much hotter when I basically covered both sides of a wing in this sauce. Right. And let this be a warning to you guys. If you eat this sauce, you're, you might go crazy and think that you're invincible. You are not. You you're are not, mortal. Slow you're down. You're not. Uh, you just give it a minute. <laughs> <laughs> It'll bring you down. back down to earth. Whew. I still, I cannot recommend this sauce enough. It is so It's great. Good. Yeah. It's way better than I thought it would be, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even with the good reviews of it. Yeah. I think there are <clears> sauces <throat> that are less hot in terms of Scoville units that are meaner. Right. Um, yeah, like like we said, there are ones that just punch you in the face and are hot for the sake of being hot, and this yeah. is not that sauce. It's, it's don't get me wrong, <clears throat> it's hot, but it's, it's... It's hot with the purpose of tasting good. It's not mm-hmm. just being a dick. Yeah, to your exactly. taste buds. It's like a it's like a stern lecture and not like getting yelled at. Yeah, it's kind of measured. It's kind of like <clears throat> disappointed in you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like that. It's like it's like you'll survive it, but you're gonna you're gonna think about it for a little while. It's gonna stick with you. It's low grade devastating. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like. Being yelled at <clears throat> to the point where you think you're gonna pee your pants. We might still be high on hot sauce. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm fine. All right. <clears throat> um, I just want to talk about wanting to pee my pants because someone's yelling at me. Yeah, that's not so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What's weird about that? Why would, you even, why would you even think that? Wait, but you don't have that reaction no, when someone's mad at you. Other people don't feel that way. No, I'm being honest. <laughs> Wait, what? Wanting to pee your pants? <laughs> Not like actually wanting to pee my pants, but like being like, if someone is angry at me, I just feel like I might pee myself a little bit. It's like a, it's a fear response. Yeah. I don't like people being angry at me. Sure, I get that. Not good at conflict. <laughs> I have never peed myself in response to someone being mad at me, though. Let's put I've that. I've just, I've just wanted to. Let's put that next to the Gotham board. Just you yeah. know, just next to the god board is things, <clears throat> things that never made you pee your pants. We'll fill yeah. that up too. Also, maybe I am still a little high on hot sauce. <laughs> mm-hmm. I almost made Dave do a spit yeah, take. Yeah, very close. Uh, no, I think that was something else. Would you like to talk about our main topic? This is what I know. Am I? <clears throat> We're gonna talk about a man mm-hmm. named Andrew Keegan. That's right. And the cult that he has formed around himself. That's right. Now, if you guys watched movies in the late 90s, early aughts, you probably saw Andrew Keegan. Specifically, if you watched the movie, 10 Things I Hate About You. 
because he played the douchebag dude bro popular model guy. His name is Joey Donner in that movie, apparently. Yes. Now, I'm going to start <clears throat> real quick and say, I'm going to give you all a minute to yell at me. I'll, I will count out 10 seconds. I never saw this movie. We are going to change that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to wait. I've been wanting to change that <laughs> for let, a while. Let everyone get their rage out. I know you're supposed to see it. I didn't but see it. With, without having seen it, basically he's a stereotypical asshole popular dude right. who wants to get in the pants of every girl mm-hmm. and wants to date someone who is the sister of someone he fucked around with before, basically. Want, he was like into her and it didn't work out and now he wants to be with her sister but you know the family already knows he's an asshole so right okay. he's he's involved in the plot for personal reasons gotcha um i didn't know this <clears throat> i know you're supposed to see this movie i didn't see it um <laughs> i uh i was gonna say i'm, I'm i uh bleh, god hot sauce uh, <laughs> hot sauce got that hot sauce mouth um so I I looked into uh, Andrew Keegan's roles, and that, that was the first one that came up. Was, that's that's the one everyone knows. I think I remember seeing him really in anything he's other been, than that major. He's been I in think a lot that's of the TV. biggest one. Okay. Like, he's made a lot of appearances. Apparently, he was on Seventh Heaven. He was on Party of Five. He was on a couple of other things. Okay, so nothing recent, obviously. Yeah, well, he's... He's been in recent films, but they're not big. That was one of the first things I did is look at his, you know, uh, you know, his IMDb and his Wikipedia entries to see what he's been in. And I think the last couple of things he's been in were like straight to video type stuff. So he, he hasn't had any, had any particularly large roles in a while, mm. but he's still working, right? Okay. Um, <clears throat> but I said uh, after this, we're we're not interested in that for this episode. That's a little bit of background. Um, I was. I said, here what we're going to discuss is a thing people probably don't know about him, which is that... God, I'm so drooly. <laughs> I'm so drooly. Mm-hmm. This is going to be difficult. <laughs> uh, this is what the people are here for. I know. <clears throat> Our uh, pain and suffering and struggle. Uh, for the last few years, he has been essentially presiding as the head of his own religion. I know it's been several years because I remember seeing this article or an article about him mm-hmm. when I was still in Chicago. Yeah, and I which think would have be... been at least like three over three years ago. I think what you're probably talking about is <clears throat> an article that I want to touch on first, and it's like the number one big popularly circulated article about Andrew Keegan's church. Yeah, and which... at the time. Was the only article really about it. Yeah, basically it was a Vice expose. <clears throat> is like the really big one. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and uh, so I, I I read this expose before I went on to other sources of information. This was like my primary introduction, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the first natural question I had, uh, exactly how do you go from being an actor to being a guru? It seems yes. like a really big leap, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's... But he probably lives in L.A. You can do anything in L.A. Actually, I think, so the church is based in, uh, oh gosh, I hope I'm getting this right. I think it was in Venice. I'll, okay. I'll touch on it later. Um, but uh, so so my, my question as to how this got started was answered in the Vice profile, which was to say that 
Uh, so he and his manager were apparently attacked on the street March 11th of 2011. Um, this is where the story starts, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, he ended up in the hospital with stitches. Apparently one of these guys went to pull a gun on them and they fought the guys off and whatever. He ended up in the hospital. Because this happened the same day as a tsunami hit Japan, I'm not kidding, he concluded that the that this is his destiny somehow to be a guru, that it was proof that he has some powers of synchronicity because the day he was attacked was the same day as the Japanese tsunami. This is the beginning, (laughs) right? This is where we start. It's so flimsy to start, I have to say. I took a poop today. Right. And somewhere else, something bad happened to somebody else. Was it your poop? It was my poop's fault. Right. My poop is supposed to be a guru. There you go. I don't want to... I, I feel like... I'm not, not to poop on anyone, but... <laughs> <laughs> not to poop on his dreams. No. But... Right. Uh, these ideas of synchronicity are something that really, really bother me. Yeah. Because you can relate anything to anything. It's that whole butterfly effect thing. Right. Well, in in particular, yes, there's lots of stories of, like, coincidence that people have interpreted to mean something. Right. Right? And the more you're looking for a connection, the more you're going to see a connection. Yeah, I think so. And actually, there's a few more stories that that are relayed in this Vice article, but basically this is what they add up to. It's like some form of coincidence. Um, Basically... Something happens while something else is happening, and that means that there's something special to be gleaned from that. And also, like, this <clears throat> sounds like a story told it, it retroactively of, like, sure. and that was the day I knew because I'm going to put emphasis and importance on these two random things that happened the same day. Right. Where it really could have just been, like, oh, I just felt like I should do this thing. But you need to have a good origin story, you know? Now, I want to leave open the possibility that the Vice article didn't really touch on what was supposed to be significant there. And actually, this is a theme I'll explore later. Okay. But basically, the Vice article is one source on this guy in his dream, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't find any other origin story offered anywhere else. So it's entirely possible that this is the one big piece of information, you know, about his his beginning this process, and yeah. it was deliberately or accidentally left incomplete. Yeah, there could be more to it, or they could have fudged it a little bit Yeah, to get their point across. Um, I want to I add a, a, another note on this coincidence thing, and this is something that I think is kind of important, is that lots of very reasonable, very smart people have told me stories just like this. Mm-hmm. I think probably <clears throat> everybody knows somebody who's got, like, a real personal coincidence type story that meant something to them. I can think of two or three right now. Yeah, me too. I mean, I've, I've heard people tell me things that happened to them that were, that, <laughs> that like changed their life. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, but like the fact that two things happened at the same time or were similar. That doesn't mean that they necessarily are more or less meaningful than right. any other occurrence. Doesn't mean that they're not, though. Right. Sure. But the, I think the, the the point I wanted to make and get into for a second is that coincidence is a thing that seems unlikely, but in fact happens all the time. Right. And it's not causation. 
<clears throat> right. It's not causation. It's not even necessarily that these things are related, but things happen at the same time as other things. And I wanted to, as an illustration, refer to uh, something known as the birthday problem. Have you ever heard of this? This? I think I have, but do go on. This is a fun little bit of statistical information. Uh, but let's say uh, you are in a room with a bunch of people. And you want to calculate the odds of, you know, sharing a birthday with one of the other people in the room. How many people do you think you need to have in a room before the odds are 50-50 that two people in the room share a birthday? So, any two people sharing a birthday. I'm so bad at this thing. Well, it's it's hard to fathom, and I think that's the nature right. of this problem. <clears throat> I know it's not many. <clears throat> I have heard this. Right. And it's way less than you'd think it would be. Right. So, like, you would start with the assumption that, okay, there's 365 days of the year. Mm-hmm. So, what? Would it take 150-some people or 180-some people or whatever? Like, how, like you would think to yourself, okay, at what point are the odds 50-50? It is actually one. It, it's, it's when you have 23 people in a room <laughs> that the odds are 50-50. Okay. Which, is, which seems shockingly low. <clears throat> it does. Right? Mm-hmm. But that's how it works out. And that's the nature, I think, of coincidence and improbability. And something mm-hmm. I wanted to stop and talk about for a minute before moving forward. Have you seen... There is a guy who... I've seen his videos all over YouTube. But he does these kind of sort of like magic trick kind of things where you watch his YouTube video and you respond to yes. what he's saying yes. and he's like now choose your favorite color <clears throat> right and then he'll guess your favorite color yeah well he's playing the odds yes so he picks the most common you know color that people will choose by the odds uh-huh. and then the people who are going to respond to the video cuz he says like or share if i get it right right the people who are going to like and share are going to be the people that got it right. So mm-hmm. when you see the video with all these likes and shares, it seems like he's getting it right a majority of the time. But really, yeah. he's probably getting it right 25% of the time, 50% of the time, whatever yeah. the odds work out to. But he's only asking for the responses of the people who he got it right. And yeah. everyone else just fucks off because they don't <laughs> care. They've got no interest. They've got you know nothing in this fight anymore. Right. And they go away and they don't care. But if enough people watch, mm-hmm. then the odds are there's going to be, you know, 25% of a lot of people is a lot of people. Yeah. You know? Right. If, <laughs> if, if millions of people watch. If 25% of any viewing audience share a thing, it's <clears throat> viral 10 times over. Right. And A, that's all he wants. He doesn't care if he's, like, actually right. getting it right. He wants you to share his videos. Right. Um. And it looks impressive, but he's only asking for the people who he got right. Right. So all the comments are like, he I, got mine right. How'd he do it? Blah, blah, blah. And then like, he played the odds, baby. Yeah, right. <laughs> and the rare person that he got it wrong for that stuck around long enough to go, this is bullshit. Yeah. But most people don't do that. They just leave. It's just, yeah, it's boring now. <clears throat> right. But yeah, that's that's what this is. It's like... It feels a lot more powerful and a lot more rare than it is. Yeah. Which is why I wanted to touch on it is because I feel like this is actually a really, really common phenomenon. Mm -hmm. Like our brains are really good at recognizing patterns and they're really good at connecting things that might not be connected. Yeah. It's like what the brain is built for, like to develop meaning out of chaos. 
keep in mind that everything we're taking in is just random color, random sound. It is chaos. Your brain's job is to sort all of the external stimuli around you and turn it into something comprehensible. Your brain makes a lot of shortcuts to do that. But you also observe a lot of stuff you don't realize you observe. And you're really good at putting things together and making connections between things. Because if you're not good at that, life is more difficult. Oh, yeah. That's your brain's job. And there are, you know, there are learning disabilities. There are lots of, you know, things that are examples of your brain not being good yeah. at doing its job in one way or another. Or being stronger at doing it in one in some ways and less strong in other ways. But all in all, that is the main purpose. Yeah. So we're just, when you see these coincidences and synchronicities, you're just seeing your brain doing what it's supposed to do. Yes. It just looks fantastical. Right. Because it it seems like something out of the ordinary. You have a personal eureka about it. Right. But that doesn't make it, you know, necessarily a significant finding. And also not to like... I don't rain on anyone's parade. It's Whoa. really cool. It's really cool sometimes when you put things together. Like there was something like a month ago where I had an instance of like seeing the same number in a few different places, like three yeah. different times in one day. And I was like, that's kind of weird. Yeah. I, I It was weird enough that I noticed it, but I also knew that it didn't mean anything. I'm not going to go play the lottery. Right. Well, that's, it's funny you mentioned that. My stepsister, who, I don't know if she's still listening to the podcast, but hi, Jess, if she is. Hi, Jess. Uh, uh, so she had mentioned seeing, and I forget the particular number that she had been seeing, a lot of. Mm-hmm. And I think we talked about it one night. I think it was, I was telling her, you know, so what What I think is probably happening here is is that once, you, once you're primed to see something. Now you're looking for it. Now you're looking for it, you know. It's uh, it's the same reason that I have the opportunity to make a two thirty joke at least once a day. Is that yeah. surprisingly those numbers come up a lot, mm-hmm. um, and now even more because I made it my roller derby number. Right, even more now. <laughs> but but in general, if you're looking for a number, it is surprisingly easy to find, and and you have to really be looking too. Like even on the the sort of back of your mind level, you have to be really primed for it. But you will see yeah. it everywhere. And it's the same thing along the same lines of like there have been times when I saw a word for the first time and uh-huh. went, I've never seen that word. What's that mean? And I've looked it up and yeah. now I know what this word is. And then like the next day, the next several days, I see that word everywhere. Sure. Everyone's using that word. And it's like, no, there just happened to be a moment when I realized I didn't know it. Right. decided to find out what it was and now I'm just recognizing it everywhere. Yeah. And also could have been a thing that like you know words get more popular sometimes. Maybe I'm just reading more articles that happen to have that word in it, but I'm just noticing it more mostly, I think. Yeah. And it's just your brain and we should be excited about this. It is cool. The brain is amazing. Yeah. But it's not necessarily anything mystical. No. Outside of just our brains doing what they do. It's cool, but it ain't magic. And it doesn't mean anything outside of your own head on some level. Yes. Um, I wanted to touch on that also, as a we're, we're Also, we're heathens and we're atheists. So, you know, <laughs> right. ignore us if you must. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, that is that is one perspective. There's certainly other ways to interpret it. It's just that this is the right way. <laughs> <laughs> you almost made me do a spit I, take. I almost got you. 
Um, so anyway, enough about that. That's just a primer to the beginning of this. Uh, so Andrew Keegan's church. Full circle is what it's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, full circle. We're going to bring this full circle. I did a lot of research on their website. What they describe themselves as, how they talk about themselves. Are there any weird music videos? <laughs> there, there were music videos, but I didn't watch them. I didn't consider them relevant to my search. Uh, but okay. they were, they were like. Uh, I'm just trying to connect this to Starlight. I know, not at all like Starlight. <laughs> it was more like live music in the church. Okay, like, that know, makes sense. Makes plenty of sense. Things that make sense. Yeah. For the group. Yeah. Like not That's like. That's okay. Not like say a space age material with a YouTube video on its homepage. Not like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, this they they call themselves what they refer to themselves as a open source spiritual community center, um, which while I think they are using the phrase open source wrong, uh, <laughs> is it in beta? Can I download it now? Uh, <laughs> right. Can I like find this on like GitHub or what? <laughs> um, but I I don't think it's also necessarily entirely true. I think it's probably mostly true of how they operate. Um, But there's definitely a management type function built in. Um, So you you mean like talent management? No, no, no. I mean like there's definitely an organizational element to it. It's not like everybody is equally, it's not a commune. Like there's definitely a structure. It's not super, it's not as free spirity come as you are, come and go as you please. Everyone is the same. Someone's still steering the boat. You know, Um, and they they referred to uh, in the article uh, in particular when the vice reporter showed up, there was a guy whose name he referred to himself as third eye, I think was his name. And all this stuff just makes me roll my eyes. And I'm sorry for that initial reaction, guys. But no, that's that's my that was my reaction, too. But you call yourself third eye and then you try to say that people have the same amount of importance as you. Yeah, I know. It's well, but then who doesn't have a third eye? I wonder, you know, I don't want to be too. I don't want to be too judgy on it, but it's, it struck it, me as the same kind of BS we always go. That's it's BS. the kind of thing that puts a lot of people off. Yes, right from the get go. I mean, you you you. They're will aiming see, themselves at a specific type of person. You will see a lot of new age. Mm-hmm. In, you know, in in what what they what they represent. Um, they're like I said, they were based in Venice Beach. I got that right. <laughs> um, they have Yay. a bird. There's a, to- a bird? They had a bird anyway. There's it was, a burb. It was a burb. It was a talking parrot named Krishna. Well, oh, that's actually really adorable. But <laughs> Sure is. Um, depending on how old the burb was at the time of the article, it's very possible they still have that burb because they live a long time. Parrots get to be some pretty old burbs. Uh, I think like 60 years is a pretty common lifespan. Uh, yeah, I thought even longer, but who knows? Possibly longer. I'm yeah. just saying I know like at least 60 years is they live pretty a long common time. because... I live with a burb. <laughs> yeah. You I said that so burb. adoringly. Oh, no. That wasn't... I was trying to be annoyed. Yeah. No, yeah. I know. <laughs> um, her name is Bernie. Yeah. She's very annoying. Yeah. I used to live in the same room with her, mm-hmm. and now I don't, and I'm very grateful for that, but she still often wakes me up. Yeah. And she's a jerk. She's a jerk bird. Jerk bird. But... And I've already made it clear that... I am not taking this bird when her owners are gone. Yeah. I'm not taking her. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. Understand a understand a burb. <laughs> understand a burb. Also, she used to call my dog's name to try to like 
bring my dog over so she could bite her. Yeah. <laughs> She's a jerk. Yeah. So the bird could bite the dog, not the other way around, because that would be weird. What a derelict burb. She's, she's, you know, she's something else, that Bernie, that Bernie bird. All right, let's get back on yes. the task. Uh, so, church meetings, as far as I could tell, uh, as they happened at the Full Circle Church, uh, consisted of largely indie music, wellness advice, and lots of other new age type stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I will get to those in specific further on, but... While I move forward here, I want to stop and talk about the Vice article itself. Okay. I think having done a lot of research as far as what people had to say about being a member of Full Circle mm -hmm. and some of the event, type of events that they had and all of that, the, the Vice article painted a picture that I don't know if ne is necessarily fair. Okay. It led with some of the kookier type things, you know, People with funny names, you know, and um, and and some stories that, uh, for example, what was it they that uh, when the when the art when the author of the article had showed up at the house, everyone had said, "Oh, you must have been brought in by Keegan's vortex," you know, mm. and they made it sound, they made it sound really wacky, and I have this feeling that that just putting that in plain text without any kind of context seems like possibly mischaracterizing and unfair. Mm -hmm. It seems like it might have been designed to make them sound a little bit kookier than they actually are. Right. I feel like when I read the article, I kind of got that vibe. I was like, yeah. this could be a really creepy weird cult. This could be something else. And it was, I kind of yeah. forgot about it for a right. while. And then I started seeing articles go around about it again recently and went putting it on the list. Yeah. No, it's, I think it's very worth looking into for reasons I will ultimately conclude with. But to start right. with, I think the Vice article <clears throat> might have been... Maybe a little unfair. A little unfair. Because, as I'm going to get into here, you know, I mean, the thing is, that article still sits at a very high SEO ranking position. When you search for Andrew Keegan and mm -hmm. his church, it's still way up at the top of the list. Um, I don't think Vice lied about their experience. I don't think they were really... Unkind exactly, but I just, I feel like they leaned on an angle. Mm -hmm. I think they leaned on a cult angle in particular. I think they tried in some ways to present exactly the details that made the most culty impression. Yeah. Um, I feel insane right now. I'm, I'm, def I'm I feel like I'm defending something that I normally would go in on a little bit more. Well, here's the thing, especially when a group is fairly new Mm -hmm. And starting up, it's really difficult to discern. Yeah. Is this a cult? Mm -hmm. Or is this, um, for lack of a better way to phrase it, a dangerous cult or a bad cult? Like, right. not all cults are necessarily bad. Yeah. Um, or at least not. And here's the particular thing. It's how much control and abuse are part of the regular operation. Right of a religious organization. Those are really important questions to answer. Right. Like, I don't like any group that I feel like is taking away choices from people. Right. Or allowing them, you know, making them do things they might not otherwise do or um, taking their money from them, limiting them in some way, cutting them off from other people. Yes. I don't like all that stuff. All that stuff is super relevant to me. It's like... 
top-of-the-line questions. If you're going to talk about a fringe or a small-scale religious movement, what do they expect of their people? What do they... Right. What do they demand of them? What do they? What things are coercive about the, their interactions with their followers? Yeah, I, we've talked about Scientology a lot, mm-hmm. and I would say if you guys want a good example of a bad or dangerous coercive cult, coercive cult, look up Scientology if you don't know about them already. Right, because they separate people from their families sometimes. They and regularly they force people to make decisions they wouldn't otherwise make they they do a lot of things that just it's not it's not good right Um, so back to what this organization does yeah in in terms of their particular beliefs let me get specific some of the things that were mentioned in the vice article i guess are just kind of straightforward they um they at one point they were using a they were doing a ritual of using water crystals i don't know what that means to focus their energy to try and end the conflict between Israel and Palestine. That is a theme with a lot of culty kind of groups is that they all think they can heal the world. Yeah. From especially conflict and war that has never been able to be ended before. Yeah. I I wrote, if you think it's going to take more than water thoughts and prayers to wrap that bad boy up, you are not alone. Tots and pears. Tots and pears. (laughs) Um, also, I thought it was interesting at the time of the writing of the article, in the middle of a service, uh, he, uh, Keegan, and his girlfriend left the church to go have a cigarette in the middle of the... <laughs> they, they had a cigarette break, which okay. I thought, you, if you, I wrote here, if you think it's an odd thing for a wellness guru to do, you are not alone. <laughs> yeah, that is a little weird. Um, there, there's, some things, there's some things that I thought were a little bit odd about that. Well, I mean... When you pull people in with your vortex, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> Got that magic vortex just pulls people in. Um, so I put together a word cloud of some of the other things that they seem to either endorse or believe from other sources, like their own their own Facebook page, for example, okay. events that they have and the kind of things that they introduce people to. Here's an odd word cloud. Plant medicine, spirit songs, quantum harmonics, sound healing. Abundant Living, The Hug Alliance, Future Self-Acceleration Empowered by Rapid Prototyping. Wait, Uh, say that one again? (laughs) Future Self-Acceleration Empowered by Rapid Prototyping. Aging Uh, faster? uh, Meditation and Evolutionary Astrology. Don't know what that is. No, I don't think it... Also, uh, just so you and anyone else who doesn't know... Mm-hmm. Knows plant medicine is ayahuasca. Yeah, right. Well, um, that's what, or or other things <clears throat> like ayahuasca. Yeah. But it's not like using herbs on a wound or something. Plant medicine stands for like yeah. doing something like ayahuasca to have uh, spiritual experiences. It tends to mean drugs at the very least, uh, of varying right. degrees of self impairment. It's usually something, it's ayahuasca or something similar to ayahuasca is what plant medicine means, but it just sounds more legitimate mm-hmm. than just saying do some drugs. <laughs> so to wrap my middle sec- section here about what they believe, I think it's, I know it's kind of a lame catch all, but I really think this is the most accurate thing. Full Circle seems to believe in everything. Honestly, everything. And I, I think this is kind of the natural progression of New Age beliefs, which mm-hmm. is an argument that I really want to make here. It starts from an initial assumption 
of magic things can be real. Uh-huh. You know, or that... Yeah, how are you going to say no to one belief? Right. When you start from a certain supposition, everything <clears throat> is a jump-off point because nothing's any less probable than the thing you start yeah, with. Yeah, nothing's off limits. Um, I also think it's really about agreeability. And actually, this is, I think... I think it's something you see in a lot of new age circles is like when you hear new age people talking about beliefs mm-hmm. or, you know, like some of the things you kind of roll your eyes out, you start to get the sense that the most important thing is that they want to affirm each other more than that. They want to get to the root of what is and is not true. Like that people want to back each other up. Right. Yeah. That's why I would never be able to be in a group like this. Yeah. I, I don't just think want I could to either. tell everyone how wrong they are. <laughs> and like, I, that's not good or healthy, but that's like, I much more. And of course that's a bit of an exaggeration, but I'm more on that side of things than of like, let me let you think something that is not correct. <laughs> I think a fundamental distinction is that to us, it really matters what's true. Not, yes. not so much that the thing we want to believe be a thing that we're okay with believing. I think facts are very important. Yeah. It's the root. It's this whole fucking podcast. <laughs> it's right. Like what we're doing is trying to get at what's true and what isn't. Cause I want to believe true things and not believe false things. Right. And it's also this, this idea that's become more and more pervasive is that someone else's beliefs or opinions mm-hmm. are just as good as facts. Right. And that, I think, is very problematic and very scary. I think it's destructive. Yes. Um, and, and, and I think that people of this persuasion see skepticism as just confrontational and bad. Right. And right, I, and I—that's not how I see a skeptical mindset. But but you no. can see it in the way that they talk about things like this. Everything, everything's true and fine. We all agree. You know what I mean? Like we just must all agree. Yeah, and that's not. Here's the thing: that's not healthy because no one actually thinks like that a hundred percent of the time. Sure. And you're not dealing with any conflict resolution. You're not learning anything. Right. About interacting with people by just going around and be like, no, no, that's fine. No, we all agree. We all get along all the time mm-hmm. because someone's going to blow. Someone's going to not be okay with something one day. And no one in that group is going to know how to handle it because they don't disagree with anything ever. Right. <clears throat> On some level, I think it's a nice thing to want to be nice. Like, obviously. Absolutely. Wanting to agree and get along and be kind is like a good impulse. It's like and, a... And support each other. I mean, that's great. But I still think you can be agreeable and nice and kind and supportive without necessarily just going along hook, line, and sinker with everything someone else says and not questioning if something seems problematic. Right. I I could be mischaracterizing. This is an argument I'm trying to make here, and I could be wrong. I'm open to that. But that's how I sort of see... A lot of the beliefs that they talk about and and in general a lot of new age belief. If you're a member or know a member of Full Circle Church, we definitely we wanna know more and we wanna hear yeah. what you think because we can only say from the outside looking in and yeah. we can't represent it any other way. To that point, my next section is called the end. Oh no. Uh, it seems that Full Circle Venice actually as a operational entity is no more. As a okay. building, 
as a regular place for meetings, possibly as an organization at large, they're no more. All right. The events page only listed a single event uh, for the year of 2016, like a repeating event, Mm -hmm. I guess. And uh, the same for 2017. It was taking out the trash. Someone just linked their Google calendar to the website on accident. Come take out the trash with us this (laughs) Sunday. Um, The location is listed as closed on Yelp. Um, They have an overwhelming number of positive reviews everywhere. Okay. This is something that I think is pretty relevant. When when a a religious organization or a, a spiritual group of any kind, whenever when when there's abuse. You do hear about it. People might question it. People might think, you know, that they they don't know what to think about those claims. But the but there's always something to hear. It also sounds like a fairly small group. Like it had like one church, one main base. Mm-hmm. It's not something that necessarily spread. Right. Even if there were things that were happening that weren't great. But they did have thousands seems- of check-ins. Thousands of check-ins. I was surprised at how many people seemed to have been there. But compared to Mm -hmm. a lot of other groups like this, even fairly small ones, that's not that many. Yeah. You know? Right. And But I do think you're right. Someone would be saying something most likely if something really bad had been happening. It's it's usually pretty hard to... it's, It's pretty hard to completely bury stuff like that. Yeah. People always talk, you know? People talk, ultimately. Um, and, it, and it might take a while for stories like that to hit critical mass and all, mm-hmm. but the point I'm really trying to drive at is I saw a lot of the word cult thrown around on on my re- in my research of this group. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find any, any, and I mean any evidence that people were manipulated that people were pressured to give that people were pressured to do things that they weren't like i got a very clear sense that this is something people really wanted to be a part of okay now so it it seems like it's it's a somewhat famous person who believes some kooky things yes and some people got a hold of that information and wanted to make it Kind of something it isn't. Yes. Not to say it doesn't ring some alarm bells a little bit. Well, yeah. In terms of the beliefs themselves, I mean, you and I would never want to have any business with some of the kind of very out there, new agey, water, crystal-y. And like I said, it's not to say it isn't a cult. Right. Because cult isn't necessarily, it doesn't necessarily mean something bad. Right. It's, you know, a group of a... A group of people that believe a distinct thing and yeah, the depending on the definition of cult you're using, it could it can encompass a lot of groups. Yes. So uh, we make jokes in some of the podcast groups I'm in all the time about the fact that we've basically become a cult because we all we well, have a belief system indoctrination is the first step right we have a belief system we have rules that we follow we yeah. we have you know shaming if someone does something that's not a part of them you know yeah. but i mean obviously yes tongue in cheek and that's a joke but the requirements to be a cult aren't that 
depending on the definition you're using, they're not that stringent. Right. So he, they're not necessarily off base by calling this group a cult, but there is an implication yeah. of I think harmfulness so. associated with that. And so maybe maybe they kind of were, were doing it for the attention and, and maybe not thinking a lot about the implication that word has. So, yes. Uh, so, basically, I tried to find as much dirt, if there was any dirt to find. This was part of my research process, is they did seem... They they just seemed so clean on the internet. Like, I was looking for... Does anyone have a story about this that contradicts, like, the narrative you might expect of just, you know, people meeting and being hippy-dippy together or whatever? Like, is there mm-hmm. anything contrary to that? The only thing I could find... Was that at some point, uh, uh, sometime in the last, I think, three years, they had they had been hit by an undercover sting for selling kombucha at an event that had one percent alcohol in it <laughs> without a license. That's that's what I was able to find. Okay. Um, this doesn't mean there's nothing to talk about. Yeah, but it's I just if if it's out there, it's not right out there on the internet. It's. I, I, I know I'm in a weird position here. Basically, okay, so we've been watching Wild Wild Country. That's all I can think about right now. We've been watching Wild Wild Country on Netflix, which is super good, <sighs> and you should so watch it. And they really are fucking in. They, they get you real sympathetic. <laughs> they really in. But that's the thing is, like, we're three episodes in, and it's pretty easy to empathize with the cult. <laughs> it's becoming harder. It's getting harder, but... You can kind of... At least at first. I think that I suggested it's a docuseries on yeah. Netflix. And um, I think it's a really interesting study in causation and reactions and who's at fault here. And, yeah. and did they act this way because... They were always going to act this way because they are the group that they are. Or did they act this way as a reaction to other people's reactions to them uh-huh. and not understanding who they are? And there's no answer to that, really. Yeah. But the question is important and interesting. And it is getting harder to sympathize with the, the cult. <laughs> I think it's about to get a lot wackier. Yeah, but... And a, a lot more sinister, I think. But yeah. it um, it's a really good docuseries if you're interested in cults. Yeah. And I suggest it. Again, it's Wild Wild Country. Yeah. And I, I've i enjoyed it so far, and I know it's going to pick up steam. Yeah. But that's all I can think about when we're talking about a group like this. Is, yeah, right. Is the those similar feelings of like kind of being on the side of the cult at first and being like, okay, they're just people who believe the same thing and they're all into it and it's fine. But mm-hmm. then this docuseries feeds you a little bit of information at a time. Right. So the more you get, the more you go, oh, okay, maybe not. Yeah. It's well paced. It's, it's, it, oh, it yeah. does a good job of it's making it. It's well you, done. It's yeah. very well done. So, um, I want to I jump to my conclusion here. All right. Which is, which is this. Well, no, I'm not. I'm going to go back and talk about something I wanted to talk about before, okay. which is that the the so the the church is no more. The church is no longer a fixture on Venice Beach. Mm-hmm. I was curious as to why, 
I managed to track down an article. I want to say it was Bloomberg, possibly. Okay. But it was uh, it was talking about the fact that Snap Incorporated, the people behind Snapchat, have taken up residence in Venice Beach. Okay. And how that is causing all kinds of problems for people in Venice Beach. Hmm. Something I had no idea about and would never why, have looked up. Why did you? Why is it causing problems? It's causing problems for a number of reasons. Number one being that, like every you know, every seemingly every town and city in California of a certain size is like subject to this gentrification. I was going to say it's a gentrification sweeping thing. over the existing ecosystems of their towns and cities, right? Yeah. So Snap moves into Venice Beach, and you know. Initially, they just have this single blue house on a corner, you know, that can house 25 employees, and they think that's fine, except now they've expanded to hundreds, right? And they, mm-hmm. they're taking up, they're snapping up little, snap, snatching up little uh, little pieces of property around Venice. They're and, putting filters on everything. <laughs> it's right. out of control. People's eyes are going buggy. It's like, ah, no, it's green and blue everywhere. There's rainbow shooting out of people's faces, <laughs> and now I look like a dog and my tongue is lolling out. I feel like a dick. <laughs> um... Yeah, so like they're they're taking up more and more space, and then little things that like have big you know emotional impact on people, like a natural beehive that wasn't present in a tree somewhere on a beach that everyone loved. This beehive, I don't know, it's ridiculous, but apparently it was mudded up with concrete. Mm. And then Snap said they responsibly relocated it, but of course people are like, "Where's the bees with their pitchforks?" And you know, like. Yeah. Little things that have big consequences, you know, these these things that feel like slaps in the face. Tiny Sna- mouths. Little snaps in the face, you know what I'm talking about? Tiny mouths that say big words. Yeah, you know. right. Um, but basically, this is a driving factor that forced them to move out of their church property, is that the rents continue to go up and okay. up and up in Venice, and they eventually just couldn't sustain having a place there anymore. Gotcha. That was, that was interesting to learn, because it did seem to me like... You know, important to if you're going to talk about this group. Okay, so why do they no longer have a church? What happened? Yeah, was there was there some some big fallout? It's the you fact that it's impossible got, to be there anymore. Yeah, gentrified out of the area. Yeah, something I had no idea. And about. also, like this, churches right now in general are not immune mm-hmm. to that, and there's a lot less people going to church than right. there used to be, which means there's a lot less people funding the church than there used to be. A lot of churches are are shuttering their doors. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it. I mean, it's unfortunate. Yeah, I think so too. I, I don't know. Um, I guess back to the conclusion here. I think referring to this group as a cult is is like like any other group. It's like a loaded thing to say, right? Words have meaning beyond their definitions, and people yeah. use words to mean certain things. So. While it might not be exactly incorrect from a certain perspective, it's also not exactly helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, here's here's what I think. <laughs> I tried to put this in as colorful way as I could. I think Andrew Keegan and all the people that have been drawn <laughs> into his church over over the time that they have been operational are all floating belly up in the lazy river of New Age spiritualism. Mm-hmm. And it's a long, long river that has existed long before them and will go on long after them. And I think it's important to note that it seems like this place and its practices are really in line with a lot of the things that have come before them, new agey wise. Yeah, they're a drop in the pond. 
they're dropping the pond. It didn't start with them. It's not just their thing. And it doesn't seem to have, you know, to have added up to any particular abuse of people or like, you know, demands of people that are unfair. Um, Yeah. I uh, mean, everything you've presented to me seems pretty harmless. Right. That said, I mean, all these, all these, all these things that they seem to be involved in are things we would never be involved in ourselves. Right. I, so I, I want to make a distinction. I think this group itself from what we know of them feels pretty harmless to me. It's like-minded people who want to be around other people who believe in the same kind of things and they get something out of that and that's okay. It doesn't seem like anyone's being limited or manipulated or forced to make choices they wouldn't normally make. Mm -hmm. But possibly some of the specific things that the people who are in this group or were in this group believe can be problematic sure a lot of new age beliefs i think can be very dangerous because a lot of times it has to do with your health Mm -hmm. and it has to do with other um treatments for some very real ailments that might have another treatment in westernized medicine right um that would be more effective Mm -hmm. and so i i think there are problematic things that i'm sure these people who are in that church believe yeah i don't think that the church necessarily Uh as far as we know sure is you know insidious or anything it's it's the for some reason i know this is so weird for me i know it's weird for us to be on this side of things it's it's i i feel like i'm on an odd side of this issue but here's the real reason it's just that like First of all, it's not new ground for us on this show to make very clear bones about what it is, what it is that we think is silly, unscientific nonsense. Right. We have covered that in great te- detail and will cover it in more detail also, going forward. Also in detail. In detail. <laughs> <laughs> Which is where we drink tea while talking I, about it. You still I get that hot sauce talk. tongue. <laughs> um, but... But the the reason that it was important for me in researching this to tell this particular version of this story is that I think sometimes certain things can be sensationalized for a quick buck in the news. Right. And I think that's unfair to people, too. Right. Um, you can take something that is a silly, a silly kind of organizational root belief system and turn it into creepy cult for quick ad money. Right. And I do think maybe that's what happened with Vice, and I don't think that was particularly fair. And I know that these people read it. Yeah. That's the thing is they were they 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 were like Andrew Keegan in particular in some interview later, which I I found as well, was like, Yeah, you know, it really hurts to yeah. see us represented that way. Yeah. And I believe it. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, especially if it's something you believe in. And it means something to you to have someone, you welcome them in and you allow them in and you talk to them and you think you're treating them the way you treat anyone else in your group. Yes. And they turn around and they say you're a cult and you're- It felt nasty. Right. And I get it. It is really easy to point and go, look at the goofballs. Yeah. But also there's a line to be drawn. Yeah. And maybe they vice aired a little on the wrong side of it this time. Yeah. 
Um, I still, I will almost, I want to keep an eye out for them and see if anything comes of it. Yeah, I don't know if they're ever coming back. I mean, I think they right. they had plans to, if they could secure a, a, a space that they could, that they could afford. Yeah, I think they probably still have lots of people that would show up, right, and, and sip kombucha and sit on, you know, carpets in a, in a circle arrangement and meditate together and all these different things. I'm sure that they would have the people to do it. Yeah, um, it's just that they're not around right now. Yeah, and I kind of, kind of hope they persevere. <laughs> It's weird to be rooting for this, but... I I don't know. I feel like I'm making a crazy case here. I don't think you are. I I think it feels weird because usually we're on the other side of things. Yeah. Because usually the line is a lot more distinct. Yes. But the line hasn't been crossed here as far as what we can tell. Yeah. Unless in the future someone says something says otherwise, that there are any abuses that were occurring, and of course we will always side with that yes but um it doesn't seem like there have been and Mm -hmm. it makes me sad to see something that clearly made a lot of people happy and they were happy to belong to it makes me sad to see that go away sure as someone who has a group i have groups that i belong to and that i you know for example roller derby Half of the experience of it is being around like-minded individuals who have this thing in common and we're all supportive of each other and we like a lot of the same things and we have other things we believe in like community outreach and doing fundraisers and all this other stuff. If that went away, it would be a huge bummer. Not just for, you know, the people involved, but the people outside of our group that we reach out to and help because, you know, we're empowered as a group to do that thing. So I I get that from someone who has groups they belong to. It's not hurting anyone for it to exist and for it to go away would really suck. And that's kind of how I feel about this church. As far as we know, it's not hurting anyone for it to exist and the fact that it went away seemingly because of gentrification is really shitty. It is this subtle distinction that I like, I want to, I want to be careful, like exactly what it is I'm saying here. Cause like, yes, I, I do really think, and I know you do as well, that like believing things like believing in things like don't take medicine. There's a perfectly good herb for that. Right. It's damaging. Right. And it, and it, and it fucks people up and it denies people actual treatment for things that they could actually be treated for. Right. And that's kind of the distinction I was trying to make earlier. Yeah. I think some of the individual beliefs they have right. aren't good. But but since we are, after all, a skeptical podcast, I was interested in looking against the prevailing the prevailing narrative, and the only prevailing narrative there is, mm-hmm. is what came out of what I think was kind of a sneaky Vice interview. Yeah. So in the interest of fairness of you know, being contrary to the prevailing narrative, I thought it was worth looking a little bit closer at that angle. And let it be known that we have hearts and souls and (laughs) can back up people who are, you know, religious and whatnot. Yeah. Just because you believe some, someone believes something that we don't believe doesn't mean we're automatically going to be against it. Right. We could poke fun. Yes. And if it is harmful to people, 
definitely were not going to like that. But I don't have any problem with someone having beliefs that aren't the same as mine Mm -hmm. or someone believing in a religion. I just don't want people to impose that on other people or do harm to other people. Right. Um, And it pays, I think it pays to be skeptical, but that works both ways. Yeah. It, it, a lot of times it works out in the way that it usually does with us is, okay, this, this is a cult and it's insidious and we don't like it, but sometimes we have this and I don't know this, it's kind of heartwarming. It felt easy. It felt like the easy thing to do would be to pile on the BS pseudoscience. That's the easy thing to do. And it's a thing we've talked about a lot, but I think it's a little bit more difficult to look at all of the evidence of what's going on here and go, you know what? They're crazy. They're not any crazier than all this other shit. And maybe easy with the cult word a little bit. Right. There's a lot of... (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Mainstream religions, if you look at their ideas or, or their beliefs, are real bizarre. They're real out there. They're not any more or less yeah crazy than a lot of these little fringe groups. Yeah. It pays to remember that. Yeah. I wanted to level the field a little bit and just remind everyone that, for example, people like Keith Rainier are out there burning their initials into oh, people's geez, bodies. I'm so glad. Meanwhile, these people are just using away. water crystals to pray for things. Like, that's not the same level right. of fucked up. <laughs> right. So that's that's all I have. That's actually well, all I have. Well, thank you for that. That's kind of, oh, nice and heartwarming. I don't know. It's it's definitely it, a departure. It's sort of nice to sit down here and not hear about all of the horrible things a group is doing. Because I was, that's what I was expecting. Yeah. I was expecting something really creepy and insidious. And I didn't yeah. get that. No, it's really, honestly, everything I could tell. And if I find more information, by right. all means, I will correct myself on this. If and and that stands for anything we talk about. Yes. If we find anything down the line that contradicts a sentiment we've stated before, yeah, we make we have no bones about saying we were wrong. Right. We like saying we're wrong because it means we get to be right. Right, and you get to learn. I mean, you don't learn without admitting that you're fallible. Yeah. And that you can make mistakes. Yeah. Exactly. I. I believe in that wholeheartedly. Yes. You can't improve yourself if you don't admit that you're not perfect. Yeah, I think so too. And uh, there's always room to grow and there's there's always room to get better at anything you do. So yeah. I think everyone knows someone who never admits they made a mistake and those people tend to be morons. Um, yeah. And, right? And um assholes. They tend to be like stu- like stupid, maybe. And I don't want to yeah. be that person, so yeah. Anyway, that's it. We're going to go watch 10 Things I Hate About You now. <laughs> oh, but I want to watch Wild Wild uh, Country. I want to watch it too, but yeah. we have to watch 10 Things I Hate About You. I want to drink the rest of this bottle of hot sauce because I'm Don't, invincible. You're not invincible. I'm not invincible. I'm not taking care of you. <laughs> I'm sure you do that. Uh, Davey have a boo-boo tummy. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, don't know, I thought it would make you laugh. It did. Davey, Davey have, have a, a boo-boo, boo-boo tummy. tummy. Putting that on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and on that weird ass note, thank you for listening to Goose Chase for another week. Weird ass note. Ass note. Uh, <laughs> we will see you in another week with another episode. Thank you so much for listening. Goose Bye. Chase. Bye-bye. Bye.
You've been listening to Goose Chase. We are Goose Chase Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. On Twitter, our handle is at GooseChasePod, and our website is www.GooseChasePodcast.com. If you have any topics you'd like us to research, please email us at GooseChasePodcast at gmail.com. If you like what we do on the show, please rate and review us on iTunes and Google Play. Want to go on a goose chase? Ooh, yes. 